Hello and welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries. Thank you for joining us for this encouragement podcast. My name is Brent Van Hook, the director of Shepherd's Fold, and we're glad that you are with us for this podcast today. You can learn more about us at shepherdsfoldministries.com. We exist to bless and minister to ministers of all denominations or independent churches of the Christian faith. And to that end, today we have part B of a two-part interview that I held with Dr. Philip Riken, president of Wheaton College. And in this episode, you're going to hear encouragement for all ministers of the gospel. As we pick up in this part B of the interview, I have just at this point asked him the question, why should ministers keep going and not give up? So let's go now to my interview with Dr. Philip Riken. Yeah, so th- that's a great question. So one, one thing that I do, this is just a practical little tip uh, for anybody in ministry. Anytime I get an encouraging word. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pausing because this is, this is emotional for me, Brent. Um, I wish people could kind of see us, you know, face-to-face, person-to-person, but they can, they can hear it over this podcast. Anytime I get an encouraging word, Hey, I really appreciated that message. Hey, you probably don't remember this, but like this happened and you were there for me, whatever. Any, any little encouraging word like that, I do two things with it. One is I share it with Lisa Riken because uh, she needs to know that the sacrifices she's making in ministry are worth it. And if you just get, you know, encourage every time there's a word of encouragement, like, you know, just be encouraged, like, you know, here we got this note or I got this call. Why don't you to know about it? So I, I think it's really, and particularly because, frankly, I don't do probably nearly as good a job of encouraging her just on my own. Like, I wouldn't need to add to that if I were amazing at that. But I think it really helps encourage her over time. And, and part of my thinking has been that if I ever get to that point of like, I can't go on, I've got to quit, you know, like just any of those thoughts around ministry. I have folders and folders, you know, now having been in ministry for decades, I have folders and folders of little cards people sent me, notes that they gave me. By the grace of God, I've never had to go back through all those. But if I ever did, they are there. Here's the point I want to make. And that is that on a daily basis, in ministry, you may not get that encouragement today. You may not get that encouragement this week. You may not get that encouragement this month, but whatever little encouragement you get, savor that. Uh, Don't hold on to it as something praiseworthy for you, just as praise to the Lord for what he's done through you. And also just encouragement that that's the Holy Spirit. And and I found a lot of times, like when I really needed a word of encouragement, I was down about something, you know, the encouragement was really timely. The Lord's really been good to me that way. I, I bet he's good to a lot of people in ministry that way. Like you, you get that timely word of encouragement. But but what I really want to say is you don't get that every day. Um you get a lot of criticism. You get a lot of things that happen that are discouraging. People don't listen to really good spiritual counsel sometimes. I once said, you know, I was pastoring a large church in Philadelphia. We had maybe 1,500 members. I said, look, you probably think it's really reasonable if you came to me once every five years 
with a criticism or complaint. Like you would think probably, oh, like I hardly ever, you know, criticize. Like I just go to them every now and then. If every one of you did that, I'd be talking to you every day about your criticisms and complaints. So it's not, and, and, I, and I, I gave context around, it's not that you can never criticize your pastor or if you've got a thoughtful concern, but just realize, you know, put it in perspective and realize it. So I just know a lot of people in ministry face a lot of discouraging things, um, particularly if you're in a leadership role, you, you know, there, there's bound to be criticism for it. And what I, there are really two things I want to say about this. So this is, I, I didn't tell you what I was going to say first. I'm kind of working my way around to it. One thing I want to say is um, really savor the encouragement you get along the way, because God is going to use that to keep you going, even if a lot of your circumstances are discouraging. But I also want to say this. I believe most of the benefits and rewards of gospel ministry are deferred benefits. Mm. They don't, you don't see them in the near term. So I got a note just to give one example. Um, I got a note couple weeks ago that meant a lot to me because it was uh, a kid from my church back in the day who was preparing maybe he had recently been ordained to gospel ministry and was starting out and he wanted to he wanted to let me know about it because he knew that I had a little part in that like when he thought back like wow like when I first started actually paying attention to what the minister says that was Dr. Reichen like I remember those sermons. He knew that I'd be rooting for him. We didn't have a particularly close connection. I don't know that at the time um, anybody would have said, oh, like, he's the one. He's the one. He's going to be. You you can just tell he's going to be in pastoral ministry. No, I think he was, you know, pretty much an ordinary kid coming along, making mistakes in life, um, you know, but God was at work in his life. So. I would have had no way of knowing that 20 years ago, that that was going to be the result. So that's just an example of how a lot of the benefits of pastoral ministry and what God does in people's lives are deferred. But that is mainly true because you're not really going to see until eternity. So you're going to have to exercise a lot of patience in pastoral ministry. If you're an instant gratification person, like I want to see the results right away, like, no, you should never be a pastor. It's just going to be way too discouraging for you, way too discouraging. But if you're willing to make investments that count for eternity, um, then, you know, then you're going to see the results of that. I mean, I have my Bible up in here, Brent, to Philippians 4, verse 1, where Paul says, Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord, my beloved. And Paul's just been talking about our citizenship in heaven, the glorification of our bodies, the second coming of Jesus Christ the full glory of the church that will be revealed in him. And Paul is saying, I'm waiting for that day. You're going right. to be my crown on that day. Um, I don't need to see it right away. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for, for the day. Here's the last thing I'll say, Brent. I love the ministry of Richard Sibbs, who is gospel minister in Cambridge, England, Puritan. Uh, his, his book, The Bruised Read, is a really good book on spiritual care for those who feel broken, um, coming out of Isaiah. Uh, Richard Sims had a huge influence on students at Cambridge when he was in pastoral ministry there. He's got this nice little section where he talks about, hey, don't just be faithful. If you're in gospel ministry, just be faithful. Don't worry about what he called the reports of the world, like what people are saying about you, 
like how big your church is, like, don't worry about any of that stuff. We should do all the good that we can, laboring in the field, waiting for the harvest. He's got this great line at the end. He says, we'll have enough glory by and by. We'll have enough glory by and by. And if that's true, as you know it is, then why would you need it in the near term? You can wait for it. Now, God's going to be gracious. He's going to encourage you along the way. But uh, why should ministers keep going and not give up? Because you're going to have enough glory by and by. That's why. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. And so inspiring. Thank you. Thank you for that. Hey, uh, in a few moments, we'll bring today's podcast to a close. Before we do, give us a word of encouragement for ministers today. Yeah, just uh, I'll give you this word of encouragement. There are a lot of people may not see the sacrifices you make for ministry and the good that you're doing. And it's easy to think, oh, people's easy to be maybe a little resentful that people don't care or don't notice or take it for granted. Just know God sees God sees the work that you're doing. And um, so that that really ought to be enough. So just hang in there, hang in there and know that that your work is pleasing to the Lord today. Oh, amen. Amen. Hey, we want to thank uh, Dr. Philip Riken for being our special guest on today's podcast. So inspiring today. Hey, may the Lord continue to bless you personally the work that you are doing. And we think of Wheaton College, the work God is doing there. And thank you for being an encouragement to us uh, this day and for being part of our podcast. We appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Uh, thank you so much.